Through the lens of loving local and seeing global, we obsessively search for people whose stories need to be told and how OKC played a supporting role. Hosted by Katherine Bexton and Emmy Coves, welcome to Action City. Hi, and happy Saturday. We are so excited to have our second part of our episode with Chris Castro. He, as you have party imagined from the first episode, is so amazing. So we're so excited to share the second part of this with you. Um, he brought us the morning of our episode, hot chocolate and bread, as we mentioned. And so in this episode, we're definitely going to dive deeper into his food recommendations for Oklahoma City, as well as his favorite local spots. We, we were so excited because he invited us to lunch and we were supposed to go out to lunch with them the Wednesday of the snowstorm and guess what we had to cancel. So don't worry, we're getting on his little hot spot rotation for, for lunch. And we'll report back after we go to lunch with them. Absolutely. And we'll definitely make sure our Instagram is flooded with all of his food recommendations this week. So welcome Chris back to action city. Okay. Catherine, I feel like one of the things we definitely have in common is that if we can't do something perfectly ourselves, then we find somebody who can. And I think one of the biggest parts of working smarter, not harder is finding amazing people who can help you. I know I love supporting local businesses and LifeSquire combines all of those things for me. I've known the owner Valerie from years and she really has created a one-stop shop in Oklahoma City when it comes to getting assistance. LifeSquire offers a range of services from personal assistance, grocery shopping, any sort of errand you'd want them to run, they can do it for you. Also, they will recruit and hire for your business. So it really does create this full service atmosphere with taking the stress away of getting these tasks done that I know we all get overwhelmed with. I also love that their whole team is experts. They're experts on organizing, they're experts on your kids, they're experts on all of these things. But if they happen to not be an expert, say in like bugs or landscaping, they will find an expert for you. Everything is on an app. So the fact that they have an app just makes it that much better. But on their app, they have this thing called the SOS function. And basically with one click, they will eliminate whatever problem you have. So say your kid forgot their their lunch or their snack at school, you can click the SOS and one of them will go take it to your child and your problem will be solved. Overall, I think that you can find something with them in every budget. So whether you need two hours of service or 20 hours of service, it doesn't matter. They will work with you. If you'd like to find more information, all you have to do is check out their website. It's LifeSquire, L-I-F-E-S-Q-U-I-R-E.com. Or you can check them out on Instagram or Facebook to get more information. Valerie, the owner, is so wonderful, and she really has created this one-stop shop for getting assistance in Oklahoma City, and her team is fabulous. So if you'd like to check them out, go for it. And thank you so much for being a sponsor of the podcast. Um, so I did graphic design at Hobby Lobby. That was my first job, just corporate, and then got an opportunity to go to a little firm. And then, and then that morphed into like, basically like almost like a partnership with some guys. And so I did that with that group for like 10 years. And then in like 20, end of 2016, I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I want to do it like kind of on my own. And so I kind of went out on my own. So is that where Ranger came in? Yeah. And so I was doing freelance like that. And that was scary because it was like, I have a salary. Now I don't, and I'm just kind of doing stuff. But then that allowed me to. Cause like, I always like to be doing something. Cause for me, that thing informs the other thing. And it's just a constant, like, I can't, I can't like go sit at a desk for like eight hours and do the same me job. Either. Cause I'll do, same. I'll do two hours of work and then I'll be like, I have to do something else. It's really hard. So I'm like more motivated by like, let's sit here for two hours, get a lot done, go grab coffee or go, you know? And so once I started doing that, I had like a buddy who had like go fly fishing with on Wednesdays We'd just go in the car and like, drive around and like find a kind of like urban fly fishing. Uh, my dad, my, my dad, Jim likes to do some urban fishing. Yeah. He sneaks onto people's land, yeah, which like 
is can be dangerous. I'm just it can, you. especially in Oklahoma. Somebody pulled a gun on him once, and I'm like a rule so be follower. Be careful with your urban fish. So I'm a little more like, guys, do we have permission? To yeah, I'm like, a total rule. Oh, follower. they because totally, y'all are do. oldest. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't get in trouble. Going on people's lands. It's no trespassing. Right. Yeah, it's Jim and Middle Child too. Well, he's 11 months younger than Jenny, so there's just two. That's funny. Yeah, it's just like it's just ingrained. Like Trisha is the youngest, and she's like. I'm the rule follower and she is just like, a, it's not, I don't think that's really a rule. I think it's like a guideline and they're probably yeah. fine if you do it. Like, it's I'm a like, suggestion. Yeah, it's a suggestion. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you know, the opposite. And um, so, yeah, we do stuff like that. And I was like, you know, I like having my day where I'm just kind of doing this and that. And that kind of led to like other opportunities. I mean. Are you like doing you, real estate now too? What's. Yeah. So I got my. Um, real estate license. I got my real estate license during um, the. The, like lockdown, I was like, I'm going to take the test. I, my, my father-in-law does real estate and I was kind of like, once I, once I did the kitchen, like that aspect of it, like the going and finding a space and like, it could be this, like, so that's are you doing really commercial? Exciting. Yeah. And so that's really, that was really exciting to me. So I'm doing that now. So that is like mostly what I do. So are you specializing more in like restaurant commercial or is it kind of anything? It's kind of anything right now. I mean, that's what I, that's the part I really love. Um, but, um, and so that's even been fun, just like doing that in like a different way. I mean, it's so different from anything I've done that it just feels really exciting to like go and like look at a space and like read this contract and like kind of figure out like what I you mean, could do. I mean, you could technically be like a one-stop shop for a local business. You could help yes. them find the space. You could help them with their branding. You could do their creative. You could, I mean, you really could do all of it. And I think it's like, that sounds really fun to me because I think the thing that, that have you done that for somebody yet? Not yet. Okay. I mean, I, there's been like little parts of it where I've been like, oh, I'm going to help them find a space and I'm also going to help them with a the logo. Right. Like that kind of thing. But like what sounds fun to me about that is like you don't want somebody to not do something they really want to do because they don't know where to start. And so right. like if you can help them like, oh, yeah, here, I know this. Or even if it's like I don't do it, but I like connected somebody so they can go do something. I feel like. I mean, because there's like a potential you can miss out on something amazing that someone is doing because they never got started. Yeah. So like if somebody can like run with something and then like Oklahoma City benefits from like this person we, you know, didn't know about like getting a restaurant. That's like Catherine and I were just like literally on the phone. There was this building on Western that I think is so cute. And I called Catherine and go, there's so many empty spots in this building. What can we put in here? And she was like, we need to come up with like an Oklahoma City think tank for for entrepreneurs or inventors or whatever. And I'm like, you're right. We do. We need to do this. Well, because that's that's the thing. Sometimes it's like you might know you take for granted that you know where to start or where to go for this and somebody doesn't and again if you or that you just know them. the person yeah. right i mean the connecting of people is yeah. so important and it I really do think is that's a little bit what happens in oklahoma city i mean i'm it sitting does. here i was when i was preparing for this i was thinking how did i even meet chris like how did we somehow cross paths and all i can think of is that somehow maybe through graphic design through sarah sears at s design and then i saw you on instagram and then when i knew you were cooking i mean when you were yeah. doing the kitchen and it was like I'd always known you, but I, but I hadn't. And yeah, so and it's, it's fun. I think I know you because of Edible. Because yeah. when I did Scout Guide, I was always right. I would I would always pick up every local publication and always thumb through and see kind of what did, they're were doing. You the editor of Edible, who was? Or I, did you no, just do the? I, so I just started I, I started writing for them when they came, and even that oh, yeah, was I must have read that kind of a roundabout there. thing. So, like in probably twenty. 2013 or something like that. I got to be friends with the guy who does edible San Francisco. And, uh, so we were just like friends on Instagram. We just constantly, you know, chat back and forth about stuff. This guy, Bruce, and he, he wrote an app with this other lady, um, who's super talented. And so they, they wanted to have like this, uh, this app where it's just, you go in there and you get all these, you pay and you get all these recipes are beautiful recipes. And, and just beautiful photography and everything. And you just kind of have this like little guide to like, you know, basically throw an amazing dinner party with all this food. And so they're like, we need recipe testers. And I was like, hey, Bruce, this looks fun. Like, do you, I'd love to test some. And, and uh, he's like, how many? I was like, I don't know. Give me 10. He's like, 10? He's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, that sounds, I mean, it sounds amazing to just like cook. Yeah, you're like, this will take me a week, maybe. And, and someone so, else has provided you with the recipes. Yeah. That's the hardest thing. And the fun thing the was, recipe. and this was actually the hardest part of it, but the fun thing was you had to cook it. Like, I don't cook, like, if I follow a recipe, I don't, I mean, now I just do kind of what I know to do. 
But this, you had to follow exactly the recipe because I'm trying to give them feedback on how the recipe was written. And a good recipe is tested. And that's what I always tell people, like, if you got discouraged because you cooked out of, like, a celebrity cookbook, don't be discouraged. They didn't test that recipe. Like, you were not set up for success on that recipe. So there's sites that have, like, good, like, Cook's Illustrated. Their stuff's, like, really (laughs) tested and it's going to work. And so sometimes people get discouraged and like, oh, I'm a terrible cook. I did that and it didn't work. Like, well, that's a terrible recipe. Like, you're not a terrible cook. And so with that, with when we got those recipes, basically Trish and I just invited a bunch of friends and threw a dinner party and I made everything exactly from it. And then we just served it to everybody and then gave feedback. And it was so fun. So I did that. And he was like, dude, thanks so much. This is really helpful. I was like, man, it was we had a blast like anytime. And so I get a message from him. He's like, hey, so just because the edible community is kind of small, I heard uh, Oklahoma City is getting an edible and I put your name in if you want to do anything with them. So it's funny that like somebody from that gave yeah. my name to somebody here to do it. And then I met with Jen and Aaron who are the old owners. Now there's new owners. Who owns it now? Um, Stuart Hudson is okay. his name. And um, Hannah and Stuart, they're really nice. Um, and I'm excited about like where they'll take it. You know, they're, they're, uh, it's just, you know, Jen and Aaron did a really great job and it's just, and I think they were like, okay, we're done. And, it's nice to get, you know, somebody who's and like, they really, they got it started. Stuff. Sometimes it's hard to be the first person, I mean, especially absolutely. when they started, there wasn't as much to write about as no, there is now. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. I think they were probably, it took a lot of work just to try to find the things of the caliber absolutely. and quality that they needed to make it a good publication. And print publications are doozy. Yeah. And, that, <laughs> and that's what's hard. Cause even like for me, I mean, even going back to like the analog thing, like I love print. Mm-hmm. Like, I love print too. I'd rather do print design, you know, and it's like, so anything you can do to help that for me feel so I'm like, I, I like full disc- I I hate writing. I'm not. I was going to ask you about that. I hate writing. I'm, I'm the worst writer. writer. And when you said I wrote for edible, I was like, no. I, mean, I got anxiety so thinking about it. I, I can't think of too many things that like make me anxious. Like I'm really just a pretty like calm person. Uh, the thought of writing makes me a little bit like, oh my gosh. Oh my God. Yeah. And Trisha's like a good writer. And so they're like, do you want to write for it? And I was like, yeah, like did it like that. And inside I'm like, what am I, how am I going to write that? Like you're the same as Catherine and I, though. I think we say yes to a lot of things that give us anxiety. And then we're like, why did we agree to this? What are we going to do now? Well, because the fun part to me is like, okay, I said yes. So now I have to do it it. and I'll just Mm -hmm. figure it out. And then it's like, and I was hoping they were going to ask me for food. I was like, oh, I'll cook and like contribute this thing. And they're like, and at that point I was making cocktails for friends yeah, the, the I was going to ask, was this your dr- the drinks? Yeah, and so I was yeah. always like making drinks, and was like, and and people were like, oh, these drinks are good, or whatever. And I didn't, I don't know what I was doing. I was just making drinks, and uh, and it started from like, you know, you go somewhere, you have a drink, and I'm like, this is terrible, and then you go look at a book, and I'm like, oh, this is like the origin of that drink. That's really so. Like, even like my foundation for making drinks was just like looking at classic cocktail books and making the drinks I liked exactly the way they were made, and then being like, oh well. If I just did this instead, that'd be really good. And then trying it and it worked and you just kind of keep doing that. But writing for edible like that allowed me to do that because I had to make drinks. Wait, so, so can I ask what your favorite local spots are for cocktails? Who do you think does the best for cocktails? Oh, man, that's a good question. So hmm, I'm trying to think of where it's been so long since I've gone out for a drink. Now. I know. Well, and it's probably hard to have someone else's drink if you make a really good one. Well, and that's a, that's the cool thing, too, because like I like there's a, like the drinks I like sometimes are really like boozy and complex and like kind of geeky. But like the drinks I make at home are very like culinary based. So it's like, oh, I have this herb and this ingredient. We're going to put that together and make a cocktail. So it's like I'm cooking. And a lot of times I make a drink to go with what I'm making, what I'm eating. And so that kind of goes like that. But um, yeah, I mean, so just. If you were to like if today or tonight you were going out for drinks, where would you go? Man, that's a really great question. Let's see. So. One place that does really cool stuff and they're really um, experimental and just like, I don't know. And it's a, gr- a great store if you haven't been is Barkeep. Yeah. So they have a little bar in there. 
What? Where? Yeah, and actually for um, for boots and ball gowns last year, we got a cocktail making class from them. And oh, it was, it's amazing. Yeah. Where is it? Barkeep, it's across from Plant, like directly across from Plant on Walker. Oh, I know where it is. I've never been there. And all sorts of stuff. They have a real. It's a really cool store, and they have cocktail. Oh, they before Plant. I don't know. Are they doing it now? I think they still do it now, but it's like you know, really small groups. Like Um, groups of like six. That's so much fun. Mm -hmm. And you go and make a cocktail, and then they have a bar in there, so they'll make you cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't nobody tell me about all this? <laughs> well, that's why. I mean, it's it's definitely one of those things where I feel like you would never know looking at the outside. Well, you we wouldn't. I'm t- so glad we're telling people. It's just yeah. tiny. Um, and then. who's it, What's the girl who owns it? What's her name? She's so nice. Uh, Julie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I'm, I'm trying to think just like, I mean, there's. I don't really. Uh, I went to Barrios on Saturday night and I had a. Their cocktail menu, I definitely feel like it's very. It was kind of sugary, I thought. Which one did you get? I had the habanero margarita. It was like habanero, mango habanero or something. It wasn't. Yeah. It was, it was almost like it was whipped cream on the top. It wasn't, but it was, it was sweet. But then there was an avocado one. The avocado. Avocado was less Mm -hmm. sweet and I thought it was a little bit more. Like complex. I've always loved like Barbalata's drinks too. Yeah, Barbalata. Oh, I do like Barbalata. Which I feel so bad. I haven't been there since the pandemic. I mean, that's kind of, we we haven't really been a lot of places unless I'm getting takeout. Like I think we did burgers from there once. But even having the market now, I've become such a wine drinker. Oh, yeah. Just because Eric's a sommelier Mm -hmm. and he picks that stuff. And so it's like, I mean, it's like. I mean, we, I, in my opinion, we don't have a bad bottle in there. It's just, what are you in the mood to drink? And that's made me more of a seasonal wine drinker. Have you guys are in the market? Are, are a lot of the wines like sulfite free? And so they're, like they're what we call like low intervention. Low like, intervention. You know, like natural doesn't really mean anything. So right. they're all like sustainably grown or like producer, small producers. So there's a lot of just, it's it's kind of geeky, but it gives us like a little niche. And even that world is so expansive that it's just like we can go all day on. OK, stuff. I'm going to start buying wine from you all then, because when we went to the ranch um, like a couple weeks, weekends ago, we have a friend from Fredericksburg, which mm-hmm. Fredericksburg, Texas, has tons of wineries. Yeah, it's honestly it's one of those places where I'm like more people from Oklahoma should, City should go down there because it's. It's kind of like a mini Napa-ish vibe, but he brought this wine and it was, you know, low intervention or what is it called? Yeah. Low intervention. Low intervention. And I swear I was less hungover. Like I felt way better the next day. And I told Jeff that I was like, I think that the wines that I've been drinking are so they have so much stuff in them that, and I don't drink caffeine anyway. And so I think I'm a little bit sensitive to that stuff. And I felt, 80 times better than well, next day. This is the thing. There's so many things they can put in wine, like so many additives that right. like make it, you know, I mean, I think a lot of it is, especially some of these wines that are really consistent. I mean, that's some of the beauty of wine is like you have a bottle this year and it's so different from the bottle last year. I mean, that's what's even fun about the like pet gnats. I don't know if you guys have gotten into those. What's a pet gnat? So it's a petulant natural. It's a, it's a wine that's kind of made, it's like predates champagne. And we have, we have a few at the market and a lot of people oh, are I doing them. And a few some. years ago, we like, I first tried it. Um, and for people who don't know what the market is, uh, tell the us market about at the market commonplace. commonplace. It's a little kind of bodega style market on 12th and Walker. So and the other day I shop. went to plant and got a smoothie and then I drove down to the market and got like a couple of things. Oh, nice. And I think that's kind of the perfect thing to do. It's like if yeah. people, if you don't live in that area, just like make a trip, go to plant, get your smoothie and then go to the market yeah. and get your wine and cheese Grab and fun stuff for that night. It's so great. And we've kind of turned into more of like specialty grocery, which has been fun just because number one, that's the stuff people are buying. Um, but I mean, I tell people I'm like, we have a sommelier in house, like, Eric, one of the owners, and he, his wine knowledge is, and what I like is Eric and I became friends because he is not pretentious at all. He just wants you to drink good stuff. And so he does a really good job of kind of finding those things and bringing them to light. And he and I were doing wine dinners where I like to cook Mexican food. I didn't want to make a steak and I didn't want to make salmon. I want to make Mexican food and we'd pair one. So we'd do like ceviche or aguachile or mole and he'd pair a wine with me oh my gosh that sounds incredible beautiful and um and it's and that's i for me like wine and food are they go together so i was like i want to i want to have wine that i drink food with so 
I and drink food with. That is awesome. <laughs> I don't have wine that I eat like food a with. Um, I just yeah. got like the visual I want a wine of smoothie. <laughs> Michael in the office yeah. and he like dips his osabuco <laughs> in his wine. He's like, you know, I have soft teeth. It's like, hilarious. <laughs> when he drinks that scotch, yeah. I think that was and the he's like, oh, 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 do you have any splenda? <laughs> just like, are you okay? Oh, man. But um, yeah, and so I, he just he just does a really good job with that and. Um, I don't know. I mean, wine's supposed to be enjoyed. Well, right? when I went in there and I, it was my first time, I felt very, I love hearing about the origins of things, yeah. the story and the, and everything felt super intentional. It felt everything in there had a reason. It wasn't just like, oh, well, you know, we bought the most expensive cheese or we no. wanted, it doesn't feel bougie. We and have like stuff a, we love. Yeah. Right. That's right. what I'm saying. It, it felt very like um, the person working there. I don't think it was Eric. I think it was somebody else, but they were they were so knowledgeable, yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't like oh you don't know about wine or cheese. It was yeah. like no, what do you like to eat or what do you like to normally drink? And then they kind of. And yeah, I we like went, the way you have the wine organized. Yeah. It's not in the typical yeah. fashion of Zinfandel yeah, from France or you know yeah. it's, the categories are really interesting and well and, and I like that yeah. you've narrowed it down. I do yes. not want to go and see a thousand bottles of wine. Yeah. It's, it's same thing the way I like to shop. Yes, I want to know that Eric, the expert that I trust has picked out his favorite things and then he had a reason for it. Yeah. And it's yeah. super, and that's why even they're like that in the category. So the hope was like, Oh, dinner party. Okay. Like I'm going to go and you know, the, the glue glue, you know, where you just like go grab a really drinkable bottle. It's really easy to, to have. And I mean, there's a couple in that section, like at our house, we just, we, my wife and I, not the kids, have worn out. <laughs> made it to like the whole family. Um, we let my sister's a sommelier. And so when she's in town, I'll let my kids, you know, to kind of stay and to kind of have these things. And I think people will support it. And I think it just took like people staying here and enjoying things. And like, I think we're almost like really primed to know what those things are because we've watched so many other people kind of have it. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, we, what was cool about here, I feel like the growth was quick. I mean, it didn't seem like For, it, I it, think so, you know, but it, when it happened, it was quick. And I think we were all just ready. And, we went out and we supported it, you know, in ways that like people are like, I don't know if we can do that. I mean, are we really, you know, and right now it's kind of hard because of the, of the virus. But I mean, right before that, there was just an explosion of like so many things yeah. and, and, you know, and, and there's, there's so many opportunities for people. I mean, like coffee, for example, like coffee and Vietnamese food. I'm like, Oklahoma city has like, well, has, it's always had the, the Vietnamese best. food. Yeah. And it's like, we, when we, when we go anywhere, I'm like, I don't eat Vietnamese food. Cause like the best Vietnamese food in my opinion is in Oklahoma city. So it's like, I mean, I don't eat steaks when I go anywhere. Yeah. It's just I, like, I only eat steak here. It's just like one of those things. It's like, and in coffee, you know, for a while it's like Trish and I, when we live in Norman, we used to roast our own coffee because I wanted a certain kind of coffee and we didn't have it here. And then coffee slingers opened like however many years ago. And I would drive from Norman to Oklahoma city to get a cup of coffee and then drive back. And then I was like, well, we don't need a roast coffee anymore. We have like great coffee. And then, you know, those things kind of happen. And there's like, you know, elemental, like I remember when elemental was just a roaster. They'd open that garage door and you could go buy a cup of coffee. And it was like, we were waiting. We waited so patiently for all these things that we got these really good versions of these things that came. And then people supported them. Yeah, I agree. And so I think that's like, it's like, it's right. It, you know, it was right for it that way. And then one thing I love about Oklahoma city and uh, it's, it's just, it, it's like a bigger city, but it feels like such a small town. Mm -hmm. I mean, you go somewhere and you know, people and like, you can quickly tell somebody about this thing and they like go support it and they want to be part of it. And um, so I think just in that way, it's really special, you know? And I, I feel like, at least from my experience, it's very collaborative. Like I don't feel we've a lot heard of, that. We've heard that from, from Brian. Yep. I, I yeah. think that's what makes it so much fun to watch it happen. I agree. It's like you, again, it's like if you can share in other people's happiness, I think you're going to be happier. And I think a lot of people kind of get that and are like, well, just because they're doing something like I'm doing doesn't mean that like I can't do mine or they're trying to like you know, make sure mine goes away. I think we can both, we can all try to support each other's thing. We've definitely felt that it. starting this podcast. I was kind of shocked, not shocked, but like in a good way. Yeah, it was it's just really a pleasant thing. Yeah. I mean, Mike Hearn, who has a, I mean, so he has, great. I don't know how many listens he gets per podcast, but it's a ton, like a ton. It's definitely more than Action City. Oh, I think <laughs> more than all of our 14 episodes combined, yes, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but he reached out 
so quickly and was like, welcome. And, you know, and he was a guest. And yeah, I just, I don't know. I agree with you. I think that everybody here has been, it's well, they're all very welcoming. Yeah. And I think that's, that makes, that makes the things happen quicker. And I think it makes it feel like if we're just supporting each other, we're not trying to compete against each other. It just, I don't know. It just makes for a better environment to keep worrying, just worry about what you're doing and not trying to worry about like what everybody else is doing. So where do you think we're going to be in 10 years? Where do you think you'll be in 10 years? And where do you think this city will be in 10 years? Uh, Hopefully in 10 years, I'm like, so like the, the thing that I, you know, when I got into real estate too, the thing I was kind of thinking about was like, I, I, uh, I started oil painting during the pandemic and we were counting. Trisha's always been a painter. I've always done drawings, but I love painting, but I've never done it. Like, it's just not something I ever. So I counted and I was like, from my first painting in eighth grade to the last, the painting I'm working on right now. Is that the Canyon one? Yeah. So I'm on cool. number 12 paintings in my whole life. And so I'm like, I want to paint more. I and I've painted that. more in the last, in the, in the last like, three or four months I've painted almost as much as I painted that whole rest of the time. And I was like, you know, my hope is that like, you know, I could do real estate and like kind of, you know, make that like my bread and butter and then like have time to just paint. And like, I love going to New Mexico. Like that is like my second home. It's like my family loves it. That's where we go. My hope is like, I can spend more time there, kind of do some painting and just like enjoy my kids and get to cook. I mean, like the, the experience at the kitchen was really fun. But the thing I learned is like, what I loved about it was, yes, I get to cook for other people and all the people I met. That was like the best part. And like, for me, I am like, a, I can be exhausted. And if there are people I'm like, Hey, I like have a ton of energy all of a sudden. Like I don't need that's, a break from people. I, I like yeah, that's why I need people to get energy. Yeah. That's why Catherine has a store. That's why I love having <laughs> but, a store. Yeah. And it's like, you love that part. And that's the part I miss about it. But like the thing I came away from it the most is like, what I like doing is just like, cooking food to share with people like you know the yeah, kitchen the business was a, part of it yeah, yeah that's necessarily that's how i felt about the fashion industry kind of when i exited i was like what i made a passion into a career and yeah. i don't know if those are meant to be yeah. a career you yeah, know what totally. i mean yeah and so it's just like the the thing came away from is like i like cooking i can't wait till this is over and we can all safely gather again because the thing i've missed the most is like inviting people over for dinner and then they stay really late and we just have drinks and laugh and like tell stories and stuff like that is the part that like so like more of that you know for sure um and it's I think it's nice that your wife likes to do the same thing yeah mm-hmm. my does husband too. does not like to do any of that <laughs> so it makes it sort of difficult for me <laughs> and you know it's funny because our kids are like that too and so like I mean Trisha is an extrovert and then like Benny and I are like extreme extroverts and Goldie probably too but it's like, well, and Frankie's so quiet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, just like, he's like smiles at everybody. And, oh my gosh, he's and so it's just funny because we laugh because when I when when Benny was little, we'd go to Whole Foods and Benny'd be like, we'd meet somebody and he'd be like, "What are you guys doing for dinner? Hey, Dad, do we have enough?" And I'm no. like, "There's been a couple times where I like text Trisha. I'm like, can we can." Like, can so so come over? And you're like, hey, Benny just you know, invited over so and so for dinner. All the time. Oh, now yeah. we're like a little more like, hey, just you got to like check with, I mean, because he's even like that with friends. He'll be like, text your parents, like, you can come over here in two hours. And, and then he's like, I'll just work on my parents to make sure yeah. they're okay with it. You know, so it's like, but it's like, I don't know. I guess I'm not answering any questions. Basically, it's just okay. basically, I just want to like, what I where I see myself doing is like having more time to do those things, like you yeah. know, paint and mm-hmm. like just have people over for dinner and kind of just you know that th- those are the things, all the things that like I really enjoyed during like the lockdown, mm-hmm. just getting to do, do those again, you know. Yeah. And then I mean, as far as Oklahoma City goes, I mean, right now you know we kind of really took a dip, but I kind of see like some of these places that are around being really strong, and then hopefully we just kind of like bounce back and get more of that. But I think it's become. What's really cool is that we're seeing people like choose to come back. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. been really cool. And so I think that probably just more of that will happen. And, and maybe they'll bring some things from the places yeah, they bring things to. from the places. And, that, and that's always important. Right. Because like you you can get to where you're just like, we're the best. And then you don't really have any outside influence. And then it's like, oh, wait, are we or do, are we just think we are? And so I think as long as we kind of keep that going, I think we'll 
we'll just keep getting better. And I mean, I don't know, even just stuff like having good outdoor spaces now, yeah. like, you know, I mean, the mm-hmm. weather's kind of hot. That's as hard as like, I'm always but, like, you know, they don't care about that in Austin. I've been in Austin in, the, Ooh, in, in they, August and everybody's still sitting they outside. They don't we care. And I think that's wonderful. And that's what's, that's what's kind of hard. It's like, you know, growing up in California, it's like, there's no humidity. It's like, I'm still not used to it, but I love it. It's fun. Like, that's what I want for my family, for my kids, for like friends. Like you want to be outside and enjoying, you know, food outside and cooking and doing all that. Just. Yeah. What do we, what do we not have that you think we need? Like what, if somebody, the next thing that opened up, what would you, what would you want it to be? So I don't know that the next thing, but so again, for me, just like, I still feel like, Mexican food. Needs, Where do you go? I, I, there's no place to I, like, I like. It needs to Chris, come up. I need this. you to do a, like a really good margarita somewhere that I cannot find. <laughs> no, I'm I've had kidding. several over the past few days and I haven't liked any. Yeah, no, you know, and that, actually, I've had one every day and I haven't liked it. And any. it's a tricky thing because, again, it's like the, the culture. Like, so what's hard is like some of my favorite places around the South Side to eat, um, to eat Mexican food. But a lot of them don't have a bar. Right. Whether it's like the expense of the liquor license, whatever, but we, they don't have a bar. So you kind of like, and then, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like some of them are a real hole in the wall. So it's like, if you want like a good atmosphere, it's not maybe the best atmosphere, but the food is amazing. So like we've been going to this place called Yaki's, Y-A-Q-U-I apostrophe S, and okay. it's Sonoran style food. So Sonora is known for like really good flour tortillas. So basically um, the more uh, interior you go into Mexico, the more corn. <laughs> The more north you go, toward, closer to the U.S., more the flour. more flour. And um, they get their tortillas from Sonora once a month, and then they freeze them, and then they use them for their stuff. So, like, one thing that Trisha and I like to do is we'll go, and you can call it in, I'm sure, but we'll just, so it's on Western and, I believe, 25th. Okay. South. South, south 25th, yeah. Yeah. And um, we go, and we get two kids quesadillas and because like for me still i'm old school and so like the quesadilla is cheese and a tortilla and if it's made with good cheese and a good tortilla it's going to be really good so i don't like do a bunch of stuff in my quesadilla um not veggies so it just depends like i love like my mom made like like squash blossom that's like traditional so you like cut up squash blossoms and onions saute that and then melt melt it in the cheese or like poblano like yeah okay okay stuff like that um and you don't see that as much here either it's either like chicken and oh i hate a chicken quesadilla because it's like it has big chunks of chicken and then the tortilla like goes oh yeah and so it's just like i don't know it's like i just want it like and so that tortilla number one is outstanding. It has it like. And what's this place called again? Yuckies. Yuckies. Okay. Oh, I've seared it in my brain. And so, so we'll get. Remember. We'll each get a quesadilla, and then do you guys know what aguachile is? No. So aguachile is like it's kind of like ceviche. So my dad was from Sinaloa, and that's like the dish of Sinaloa. And so basically, and I was making it at the kitchen for a while. We were doing like a record night, and then I make some, um, some of this. But basically, you take like shrimp. You know, devein it, cut it up, and then you take, you make like a, and they have a black one, a red one, and a green one. Um, and I've tried all of them. They're all really good. So if you made a green one, basically be like some chilies and a couple onions and a whole bunch of cilantro and lime juice, and you blend all that up, and it makes this beautiful, bright green like salsa. In a bl- in a blender and, with shrimp. So not the shrimp, but oh, just everything okay. else. And you blend. That's what I was like. like you blend up the shrimp. And then we you make a shrimp smoothie. <laughs> and you blend all that up, and it makes like a really like light, fresh sauce. And then you dump that all over the shrimp, and let it sit for in the fridge for you know. I mean, you can let it sit for an hour. You can let it sit for about fifteen. You'll start to see a change in it. And then on the side, you you slice a bunch of onions real thin, and you um, slice. Uh, cucumbers and then a little cilantro and then you just toss all that together and you just eat it and it's the most refreshing like best dish i'm like going through my schedule for the week of like when can i get myself yeah, to western eat, and yeah. south 25th like uh, we go like, get that so we get the so if you get the so if you get the aguachile there it's like 16 bucks and it's a giant portion what we do is just get two of the tostada versions and so they give you like a little clamshell with a with the aguachile, I don't even eat the tostada. And you just eat the aguachile, and then I eat my quesadilla. Mm-hmm. And it's like for 10 bucks, you get that. 
And it's so good. It's, it's the like irony that this place favorite. is called Yuckies. Yuckies, yeah. So, so <laughs> what's oh, wait, is Yuckies? Yucky. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I, when she, I was and like, I, and I think it might mean, I think Yucky might be like some of these names, kind of like Jackie, but it's like spelled uh, Spanish. Yeah, so it's yeah, like okay. Yucky because it's like Yucky. Okay, sorry. I knew I a girl's name like Jessica. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, what? And it's so good. That's that's been a play like a kind of a newer place. Well, um, so let's ask you our final question since we're on this kind of we people do really listen to this to get recommendations, I think. And so I feel like you have some really good ones. But our final question is you pick your best friend up from out of town from the airport. Where do you go? You have like a full day in OKC. Where do you take them? Oh, man, that's a great question. That's, OK, let's see. So out of town and bring them somewhere. OK. And the pandemic doesn't exist. Okay. Like you, you just do your thing. Money's no object. Money's no object. <laughs> it's like a you can have your kids. Day. You cannot have your kids. Yeah. Man, you're probably still married though. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. I would still do the would same thing. Choose, regardless. Yeah, yeah, I think you would. Choose. Um, okay, man, that's a great question. Okay, so so we'd have to go to breakfast. Yeah, where are you going? Okay, so if I'm just trying to. Uh, what what I so like for me like a good Saturday morning is like go pick something up and then like I love like I love going to state sales but I probably wouldn't take a friend to do that so one place that we really like um, another Mexican place on the south side it's called uh, los los chilaquiles which chilaquiles yeah, is a yes, dish is a yes and so this place just makes like for breakfast they have all sorts of chilaquiles and it's real cheap and they do the simple ones which I like and then you can add like eggs or chicken or whatever. So we take the we 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 go there and we get a order of chilaquiles and a juice. Eat do they that make the juice there? Yeah, so they make the juice. So you can get like I mean, do they have guava? So I don't know if they have guava. Oh, um, now the there's a place, uh, Feria Latina, that has like the best pupusas in town. So a grocery store on 23rd in Ann Arbor, and they have like My a guava awa there sometimes, and it's really good. Ooh. Um, but I get like an orange pineapple juice and it's got like so much pulp. It's almost like, I mean, it's just like crazy. And it's like, you get this big juice for like four bucks. Yeah. So I do that in like a chilaquile. So I just kind of show them some of that flavor, I think. And then, I don't know, like for me, because, because everything, like some of this stuff's so new, like I love going to like. People are like, what do you do there? I'm like, I don't know. Just walk around. I love going. The fact that we have like Scissor Tail Park now. Yeah. We, yeah. Just going That's down great. there and walking around. So a lot of times what we'll do is take something like. The juice and Like the juice case. and then go sit at the little like pavilion yeah. or something and eat. And then well, just kind of go just run around. This weekend, I think. Yeah. Which I want to go try that. And um, so just kind of like to showcase some of that stuff. Maybe walk over by the Myriad Gardens. And then. Um, so we, you know, kind of do that run around, maybe like just kind of run around some spots to, to show them, uh, like downtown spots, downtown, just like the crystal bridges as my mother used to do. What's the, (laughs) that was her spot. I have a, I have a terrible story from that. We went to, uh, it was a father's day and Benny was little and I was carrying him and he fell asleep on me. Trish is like, I love plants. Like I love plants. And so she's like, let's take Chris to the to the myriad gardens and we went in there and it's like so hot yeah and i'm like wearing a dress shirt and like whatever and i'm carrying benny and he falls asleep and i'm like he's getting kind of sweaty but i don't want to wake him up so i'm just like and so like i'm just like okay it's so hot and i'm just like sweating and i can feel that i'm sweating where he is on me oh and nowhere else and i'm just like wet and he's just out so finally as there are a bunch of people coming he like Oh, he like wakes up. His daddy, I want to get down. And so he gets down and I put him down. And I'm just like wet on the side, completely <laughs> soaked. And so he's like, Oh my gosh, are you okay? Did you fall in? And I'm like, No, I'm carrying my kid and he's been sweating on me. Now he's fine. And so we're going to go eat like this. So did you fall in? Yeah. It was like oh a little God. pond. That is thing. what yeah. I remember about Crystal Bridges. That's not called Crystal Bridges. No. What, what is called? it called? The, the Bridge. The crystal. No, it is Crystal Bridges. No, no, that's crystal the place. Bridges that's is the, the place museum in oh. Bentonville. Right. No, it, I think it's, it's called, called the, the Crystal Bridge. The Crystal Bridge. Okay, we're not. That's called. We're not. Right. Cri- 
It is whatever know. it is, but that's what I remember about it from growing up is how hot and stuffy it was. Yeah, yeah, because oh. it's, it's humid. Yeah, it's all the, the plants. All the plants. I guess yeah. it has to be that they way. They just put off humidity. So now, do you go to lunch too? Because you're a three meal a day yeah, guy. Yeah, we'd go to yeah, lunch. Where are you lunching? But uh, so we'd go get a coffee, probably at Sincerely. Go get some yes, one of their coffees. fun coffees Great. there, and then you know do a little more walk. I'm I'm like a walk around. Like I love. Yeah, I let's love go it. somewhere and walk around. Go up and down Walker or something. Yeah, go up and down Walker. Maybe taken by guest room records. Like again, for me, anytime I go to a new city i go first thing i find is the record store i usually try to get a record from there just go do something like that so for lunch that's a good question because wait is guest room records at 36 and western Western? yeah okay what is that little spot that's next door to it that's like a the chicken the chicken rice i haven't had that yet i've never been there but i wanted i'm dying to find all they do is sell like boba tea yeah. Or like milk tea, uh, like chicken crispy and rice? rice. That crispy? I don't I know. I feel like I'm you two get... need to host like a food tour. <laughs> I know. I, I could. Oh, God. That sounds like so much fun. Emmy. I know. <gasps> that okay, would be we'll fun. put that in the back. Can um, I come? You yes. Do, you, you could do. You could just do it once a month. I, we could and just kind of. <gasps> oh, you guys should have a dinner club. I'd do a dinner club. I would, I would pay to be club. in your dinner club. You would? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Simmy. Um, okay, so you go into guest room records I'm then. Go into guest room records. And then, and then um, for lunch, let's see. For lunch, I would probably take them, if they're from out of town, I'd go to Fugung on 30th and Classen. So it's the little turquoise house. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. So that's hands down my favorite Vietnamese ha- wait, food. Wait, can you print? I see the sign. I don't know how to pronounce it. So I, I, we said it the wrong way forever. And somebody said it was pho gong. Okay. Pho that's gong. what I've never okay. heard that iteration and, uh, of. Cause we would be like, oh, pho gong. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. What. Okay. So, uh, so we'd go there and. What do you get? Give me the, your favorite So dish. I get the grilled pork pho is my favorite okay. or the vermicelli bowl with the grilled pork and the, um. The little uh, spring rolls. Cut My dad's favorite. It's vermicelli. It's so like good. Going to Lido's growing sauce. up. Oh, that was the only place. I mean, that was where yeah. we yeah. was. Leading. And then he would get vermicelli and then extra sauce. Always extra all the, sauce. like That's, all that that brown so goopy sauce. And then get a and then get a um, Vietnamese iced coffee again. Oh, so maybe God, I with the do condensed milk. Right yeah. Oh. So so then the fun the fun thing about Fagong, Trisha and I's first date was at that place. Really? Yep. Oh. Like our first like real date, like when we, cause we used to drive to Oklahoma city to have pho. And so we were going to go watch somebody like, again, somebody just play music. And, um, she was like, have you ever had, uh, which have you ever had pho? And I was like, no, like I'd never had pho before that. I don't even think I knew what pho was. And, um, so we went there and she, she, or I let her order. And so we got spring rolls with pho and a Vietnamese iced coffee. And they used to bring it to your table with a little filter. The thing on the yeah. top. And it, and it drip into the, I like, had that glass. in San Francisco for the first time. I was so going to say, I, not, good. this is going to sound door. bougie, but it, it was actually really cool. But I was in Paris and that's where I had pho for the first time, which they now looking back, I'm like, Paris. I lived in Oklahoma City. Yeah. <laughs> Not funny. But yeah, it's it's so, it, to me, it's such a good, like, it's so clean. Like, Lee's has a good one, too. Yeah. Lee, I I love Lee's. I love Lee's. Jenny's, Jenny's so sweet, and you just, like, want to support that place, and it's like, I love Lee's. So They're number good. four. The chicken so banh mi. so much good food. Oh, so good. Yeah, I their banh mi is really good, and, they, they, and they've tied me over, because... Um, Cal Wynn used to have a bon me oh, really? the counter, mm-hmm. and they don't. Have, they closed the sandwich shop. Oh, like, they did. A while back, well, when Lee's opened. They didn't need to have theirs anymore. So, I just love going to Lee's and seeing all the old men playing yeah, games outside totally and chain smoking their yeah. cigarettes. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm like in it. Like, it's so great. And uh, like, you know, it's just like the getting the little corn. It feels like things. a really family business there. Yeah, you know? totally. But Lee's. I mean, Lee's is another one. Like during the during this, it's really kept us because my kids all love Vietnamese food. Benny could eat. Uh, Vietnamese spring rolls for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Those little fresh ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. You don't even we do the sauce. We love Vietnamese food growing up. Yeah. It's just straight. So it's like. Well, I love going to Lee's because they have like the French stuff too. Like they have like yeah. the beignets and the croissants, are great. And the croissants yeah. and all that. And then they have all the. Oh, I just love And it's it. so good. And it's like, I like because it's like anything you can get that's quick but isn't like fast food. Like yeah. I love burgers. Yeah. But I want to go like have a decent burger. I don't mm-hmm. want It's hard to like just like, I hate eating in the car. I do not. I hate eating I hate in the car. Eating in the car. And so yeah. it's like nice to like, even like, you know, like during the lockdown, we went to, we went to New Mexico and it was like, we pick up food and like drive into the mountains and find a little park and like 
eat next to a stream and, and like I like to do that. I don't want to like eat in the car. Oh my gosh. You and my dad are like the same person right now, but that's only because we would it would drive us nuts because he'd want to go to every scenic lookout and we're like, Dad, just get us there. Like that's we just want to be in Taos. Yeah, and- I love when you go to when we would my mom, my parents love to go to France. And so in this, when you go to France, they pack like their picnic table and their two little chairs in the back of their car. And they literally pull over on the side of the road, open up the little table, open up the chairs, put the tablecloth down and have their See, that's amazing. and then get back in the car. I mean, that to me is a dream. I could that's travel amazing. anywhere like that. Cause I, and I think it's nice to just have your like, cause I made that once for a uh, Patricia, I made like a picnic thing for like I think it was like a Mother's Day date and so it was like made a little crate that flipped over and was like a table and then we got these little seagrass cushions and then just like had all these um the whole meal was basically yeah. in those wet jars yes and made a cocktail in a bottle and like we had it and I'm like this is great like it yeah. was and it all just fit in the crate and you put it have away. you done that with your kids at Lake Hefner no. Jeff did that for me for Mother's Day. Like, you know how they all like all those picnic tables at Lake Kefner. He did a whole picnic. That's awesome. And Aww. it's so fun. And I, I we need to do it. I mean, the weather hasn't been. Well, you keep to blow away. Well, especially like, with yeah. the sun. When, you know, like if you go to yeah. the sunset, it's like, I mean, it's like, wow, this is real, we really did, pretty. We did a sunset sale there. Have you guys ever done that? Uh, we did. But I don't think the company we did it with is around anymore. Oh, and it might might be. Yeah, we did. it was. What's it called again? Like the sailing guys or the yeah. something. Well, the guy did. So it was a guy named Captain. I was going to say Captain Ron. That's that's Captain a movie. Hook. Captain, Captain no. Mike, I think. And it was this older guy. Oh, okay. So the, the I don't think he, he definitely retired. But okay. then this other company took started over. doing sunset sales. And I don't know if they're around anymore. Man, that was like the most romantic thing ever. We took, I have never been picnic. on Lake Hefner in my whole life. Well, and that's the thing. Wait, you didn't do like sailing camp? No. Okay. That's your kids have cool. to do sailing camp I, on Lake Hefner. I want many to do that because when I went sailing that one time, I told you, she's like, I'm going to get a sailboat. Like, Cause they let me do it. <laughs> Wait, okay. Chris, my dad sails on Wednesday nights at Lake Hefner. Yeah. They, amazing. they do. There's a competition and there you, it's a race. That's so cool. Cause that's something I want to learn how to do. Like the guy let us do mm-hmm. the stuff. He's like, do you want to do it? Or do you just want to say, I was like, no, I want to do it. Like sailing's cool. Oh, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. And again, it's, it's back to the, like, if I had a boat, I'd rather have a sailboat than like a boat with a motor. Like it's just You're back to the yeah. analog life. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I love like it, I mean, I don't know. It just feels so like when we went went to Cape Cod a few years ago and I was like, all these beautiful sailboats and people like sailing and going to eat good food. And I was like, this is amazing. Okay. Well, after the podcast, I'll tell you about our BVI trip where you go and sail. That's awesome. the best vacation I've ever been on. One of the guys that was, or this guy, when he was saying when he was young, he used to help people get their sailboats to the Virgin Islands. (sighs) Okay. That that was his job because you can't sleep. Right. So somebody has to be up the whole time. And so what you do is you get like a, Sometimes it was just as small as a crew of two mm-hmm. and they take people's sailboats to the Virgin Islands so they can use them. So they'd meet in Florida, they'd pick them up and then they'd sail and one guy would sleep and one guy would sail and the other guy would, they just take turns until they get there. Yeah, I believe it. It's so cool. My dad was like almost an Olympic sailor. It's wow. kind of a random story. We're going to have to get into that. I know. I know. I feel like we need. (laughs) Okay. What's, what's the final for dinner? Are you taking somebody to your house? Are you cooking them dinner? I mean, so I I was going to say, I think I would want to either go to, so there's two options. If I, if I did house, I would go to the, take them to the Mexican market. I like going to the South side Which and just one? going to my, a lot of the my markets. My mom loves it. So, I mean, right now, now I just go to uh, Morelos on 50th and, um, and uh, Meridian, Mm -hmm. but there's a, there's a really great, huge buy for less on the South side. It's like on May and 29th. And that place is amazing. So, you know, they just have so many different kinds of dried chilies and they've got all these, all this produce you don't really see around here. So I'd go get something like that and make a big feast that way. Or I'd take them to none such. Okay. I have never, I can't believe I've never been. What? It's Jim doesn't like to eat food. So I'm like, I I go by myself. I mean, what am I supposed to do? I need a friend. It's such a, it's just such a fun experience. Like, What's nice about it is, you know, like for me, the things that like speak to me the most are not like not doing anything big, but it's like, oh, you remember I like this little thing or you took time to do this little could seem insignificant thing that maybe nobody notices. And I feel like the food there. So, for example, we went it was our first time to go on like a date without the kids since March. We went last week. (sighs) We got t- some mm-hmm. like got tickets and went, and it was really nice. Like I was kind of like, I don't know, we haven't really been going to restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> like, should we be doing, you know? And it was like, it was perfect. And they had this potato, 
And so they brine the potato for 24 hours and then take it out of the brine and then coat it in like a like a salt coating and bake it, kind of like you do the fish where you break mm-hmm. it. So they broke that and then they smoked the potato. Then they rolled it around in potato starch and fried it and served it with like a little they bit. They used of, every technique every te- known to on man on that one, one potato. potato. And then it was served with a little bit of um, trout roe and burblanc. Oh, so my So just gosh. sitting in burblanc and you're just taking this little potato and like dipping it in. I mean, it was just like, and I was like, the fact that they did this to a potato and like some people won't even notice or care that it, they're just there because, you know, they're there. But like. It's done for the people who will notice and the people who will appreciate it. And that's what's really special about that place, I think, is just you go and just the little details, the little things. And what I like is the person who makes the dish comes out and talks about the dish, uh-huh. like presents the I, dish I, to I, you. Yeah. And so I don't know. And I've been I've been there four times and this was hands down the best menu they've that had That makes so me far. so happy really? because the, yeah. one of the original chefs left, right? Yeah. So I wondered whether or not it yeah. was still and the as guy, good as it the was. The guy that's the, the main chef now. He also loves the Vietnamese place and was going there. He was actually picked up shifts there and was working there for a while. And, uh, you know, and he could attest to the fact that like that place, they just put so much time and effort into this like beautiful broth that they make that just is so flavorful, you know? And it's like, I mean, it takes, it's like such a labor of love and it's like, some people may not care, but it's like, it's that so broth good. Apparently is like healing. Oh, it's so good for you. Really good for you. Yeah. Oh my God. So basically your friend from out of town is the happiest person on earth. Stuff <laughs> 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 this person. And then, and then either the way, gills. we just go to our house and have drinks and listen to records, listen yeah. to records and stuff. So, well, so tell people where they can find you. In all um, your different, in okay. all your different, in as different, the modern yeah, Renaissance <laughs> man that you are, modern Renaissance. So, just like you mean, like social media, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, or your, your address, to. yeah, yeah. Tell my me address. address. Hey, you can come over, and I'll you make you something. You do have good plants in your front yard, by the way. Yeah, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they try to make it a little more like low water, kind of like you know. I'm just always in, in, again. Anytime I go to New Mexico. I actually went to this nursery, this place called Plants of the Southwest, and they have a restaurant too, which we've never gotten to eat there. But they cook stuff from like they grow a bunch of stuff, and then they have a, just and it's not anything fancy; it's like a little cafe. But I always go there and buy basically. So we're Zone Seven, so I buy plants that are Zone Seven that'll like kind of work here. And oh, that's um, really cool. And so I, I like and I grow, I try to grow like marigold as many flowers as I possibly can, so she can go out there and like cut little flowers. So she knows what. Do you grow her marigolds? I have yeah, I grow her marigolds, Aww. and then I grow her. So we have like California poppies, marigolds. Last year I grew a bunch of like those dianthus that look like little moss balls. Yes. And then um, like a bunch of echinacea. We have bees. In our backyard. Oh my god, my kids would freak Wait, you out. Grow echinacea. Mm-hmm. You, that is what has kept me healthy yeah. during so this we have pandemic. Like, I have. Really? I take echinacea every day. I have a whole side of it. Do you eat it? I haven't used it that way. I mean, I should. I just you haven't. should. It's so good but for you. We were trying to grow like um, plants that have like because like I grew up with. So my grandma was like our like the remedy queen. So even one time, I mean, this is crazy. Like, but like being Mexican, like we we just didn't go to like the doctor. We just like this is when Nikao said the same thing about make, her grandparents. You know, my mom would make you oh, drink. Yeah, you're right. And my Emma. mom would make you drink this or like and oh, Chelsea and Chelsea. Yeah. And so it's just like plants were grown for plants are very useful because they you know add beauty and you know but they also are either nourishing or like healing. And so my, my mom always had a garden of stuff like that, that, I mean, she was like drain, like, Oh, this is wrong. And she put like geranium leaves in your bath and like, you, you know, whatever it does. And yeah. my grandma's kind of same way. So we were at my grandma's house in Mexico and some dude came to her that should have definitely gone to the hospital, but he got stabbed and it got infected. And my grandma made him like this, like paste that he put on there. And like, you need to keep this clean and put this on there. And like this, and like, you know, the, we we're there long enough that the guy's like, oh, it's getting better. You know, oh I'm like, my grandma's a witch. Like, <laughs> it's like, there's just like, you know, so that was like a big part of like my childhood. Well, do me a favor and for like a week, like either put your echinacea in hot water. Just do like a tea. Just do something yeah. with it and tell me if you feel better. Yeah, I'll definitely try that. Because that's a. I have terrible allergies and since taking it, my oh, man. allergies have been 10 times better. Jim has bad allergies too. Um, Okay. Okay, So so where can people find you? Like Instagram. Instagram is Omar Chris. Um, 
And that's probably, that one will lead you to the other Instagram. If you, lo- if you love food and you love to eat, you have to follow him on this Instagram. It's- and, uh, but yeah. So, so and, Ranger Creative. Ranger, yeah, Ranger Creative does right Ranger now. Creative so right now, have an Instagram? Yeah. It does. I don't do post I- a whole lot there. I try, I try to like, I, you know, I started other ones just to like really keep it, um, kind of like focused on what I, so like I just started like scout.real.estate for my real estate stuff that I'm not like, Hey, check out all this real estate stuff on my, so I really just want to be like yeah. conscious of the stuff I'm like trying to share people. So, you know, they don't get like, I do really just ups, want to see your upset. food. On the yeah. okay, don't be peppering your real estate in there into my, into my food block. That's why I do that. Yeah. I'm like, you know, we'll just keep it separate. And um, yeah. So, you know, the, the Omar Christine is basically like, I mean, you know, kind of what I'm doing, like food or, you know, my kids and Trisha's paintings and just kind of just, that's what I love about Instagram. Like not being a writer, it's just a real quick yeah. way to kind of like almost like blog yeah, and just kind of show people. And then my hope with that, you know, has always been, you know, you can take it like two ways. Like I think some people are like, oh man, Instagram just feels so competitive or what? And it's like, to me, it's just like, I hope that it's just like, you can see, oh, that's easy. I can do that. Or I'm inspired by that. Like, that's how we feel. Like, yeah, I'll get up and I'm following some person in like another country doing something really cool. And I'm just, I wake, you know, it's like kind of like a quick source for inspiration for whatever you're doing. Um, so that I, that's why I've really liked that platform. And then, you know, you have Facebook for your mom to be able to see photos. I deleted my, I don't, I can't with Facebook. I'm, yeah. I keep saying I'm going to delete it. I don't know why I don't. Cause yeah. I'm doing anything <laughs> well, I thought I deleted it, but then my mom was like, you're still on Facebook. And I realized I just deleted the app. So oh, okay. I guess oh, yeah. it, takes, it takes a while. Yeah. I've been posting from that. Well, I know yeah. that we say this at the end, but you guys, Chris did all the creative, creative. for Action oh, yeah. City. You've mm-hmm. done stuff for Greta Sloan. You did my Christmas card, yeah, which I fun. really love. Thank you guys for letting me do really So we love working with you. Thank you for our hot chocolate You're and welcome. our sourdough bread. I'm going to be real sad tomorrow morning when I yes. don't wake up with this hot chocolate <laughs> and my crusty bread. This is what my son, this is like his favorite thing. Uh, he asks for the hot chocolate so all the time. I'm going to start making it for my yeah. kids. We used to do it for the kids. It's, we can't this year, but like um, when Benny was little, they do like Polar Express Day. So I'd make this and then homemade marshmallows. Oh, this the, is so much better than a hot chocolate bomb, by the way. I don't yeah. even understand the yeah. whole well, and craze. The, and the thing this too, is a thousand times wait, better. Wait, but does, this doesn't have added sugar in it, does it? No. I yeah. mean, it just has the sugar from the chocolate. From the yeah, chocolate from, from, but and, it doesn't have like. Yeah, there's no sugar dish, yeah. put in it. And the yeah. thing is, too, it's like. So I grew so this is hot chocolate and then there's hot cocoa. So, you know, some yeah. people don't know the difference. It's like one's made with cocoa, cocoa powder, powder and one's made with chocolate. chocolate. And they're, yeah. you know, they can be, they're both can be really good, but I always grew up with hot chocolate and didn't know any different. And I remember going to a friend's house. Oh, with the the mom's like, do you want hot chocolate? And I was like, oh, yes, please. Like, oh, gosh. And so the mom, like, takes a mug and puts water in it and puts the little Swiss. Swiss yeah, so gross. And, like, Ugh. microwaves it. And she brought it out. And I remember being like. And like try, and like my mom like to our to our family like the rudest thing you could do is like someone gives you something and you don't you ha- take you it. have to take it so you I'm have like, to drink it thank you like, <laughs> so good. and I told my mom I remember I like went home and was like mom I had the craziest thing this lady offered me hot chocolate and she got a mug with water and like dumped the envelope in it so we were like real sheltered that way when I was a kid <laughs> like my parents made their own yogurt and kombucha I've been drinking kombucha since I was like five but my mom's wasn't flavored it was like the straight Hardcore. up mm. so it's like you'd line up and take a little shot of kombucha and it'd burn your throat and then she'd give you like a glass of orange juice to like wash it these were your natural remedies that you my were gosh and i remember being like my parents are crazy like, i remember showing a friend and being like my mom's and out in the kitchen like, i'm like look at this thing it has a face like the mother or whatever like yeah, yeah. scoby i remember just being so freaked out by well and now i'm sure you're laughing because all these food trends are happening you're like i've been doing this for totally years, and i just thought my parents are so the odd original. and it's like the stuff you know my kid like Benny loves kombucha. So like yeah. friends would come over, they'll be playing basketball. Like, you guys want some kombucha? I'm like, so sorry. Like, <laughs> well, my, my mom, our whole lives, when she wants to, we always have a centerpiece at the, in the table. Same thing, cloth napkins, the whole thing, but she loves a centerpiece. You do not sit. I mean, even if you're like at the kitchen table, yeah. she goes out to the yard and cuts all the branches. That's and amazing. Put, and she's been doing that since I was little. And now that's like the cool trendy thing to yeah. cut things out of your yard. Totally. She was always you know, setting the trends. That's funny. Yeah. It's just like our, our parents did so much. Some of them always appreciate it. You know, I'm mean, even like, I think my love for records is like my dad always would put a record. Like if we clean the house, like everybody clean the house. And it's like, 
take turns picking a record and we just play the record and I always loved my dad's music and my mom's was not always my favorite. <laughs> not you know? always my favorite. But it was her, her pick, you know, and I was yeah. telling my son how I was like, so there's something kind of cool about we didn't have so many choices. It's like, we're, we're all going to take turns. Like, you don't have a TV in your room. You don't have a t- you know, it wasn't like we all had a TV. We just sat down and watched something together or nothing at all. Teach you, you to appreciate what other people like. Did yeah. you get along? Yeah, oh for sure. There's talks at our house right now about getting along with other people. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Well, it's Thank hard you, Thank Chris. You we loved it. Yeah. We could do this, this all day fun. as we have. Say, don't even look. Don't tell me what the time it, says. It might be a two-parter. Richard's firing us, by the yeah. way. Yeah. We're going to get fired. Well, thank you. <laughs> we loved thank it. You guys. Thank you, Chris. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate your listening to these stories. You can find us on Instagram at ActionCityOKC or for business inquiries, email us at hello at ActionCityOKC.com. Action City is produced by Blacken Studios. You can find the studio on Instagram and Facebook at Blacken Studios. Creative services provided by Ranger Creative. Music written and performed by Kansas City Bankroll. 